0: And welcome back to Castle Rock Critical. Woo-hoo! It's finally here after dozens of Stephen King retrospectives. And let's be honest, a lot of them were terrible.
1: You guys loved them though, right?
0: Uh, well, I'm sure the listeners found it very enjoyable to hear us, uh, you know, make fun of a lot of Stephen King material. Uh, but we are finally back in our beloved Castle Rock, covering season two. Yeah just to say spoilers for all things episode one of castle rock season two and at the end of the episode we're going to have our patented king corner section which goes through all the easter eggs and book references that we could pick up on
1: me and my homework
0: well guess what guys today i have a few dirty birds with me (laughs) oh different meaning here in england though uh to chat about the first episode uh we're at the mellow tiger having a drink i've
2: got emma
1: Hello.
0: Got
2: Lucy. Hello. And Not A Dirty Bird is joining us, is uh, Gaz. Thank you, mate. Most positive introduction I've ever, ever had. <laughs> and the, list- the listeners are probably confused. Uh, have bird. we have we become closer over the off-season? Perhaps we
0: have, Gareth. Who knows? We are becoming closer geographically very soon. But let's move on. How does it feel to be back, team? How does it feel to be back in our beloved little Castle Rock?
1: Oh, it feels great. I mean, to be honest, Lucy and I have been doing retrospectives all summer. Um, And me. I I missed
0: like two. Gareth's missed a lot because he's useless, but yeah.
1: Um, No, I I was really excited for this and actually um, very excited for our mega night of watching and recording. Binge. Binge. Very good point. Very good
0: point. Anyone listening to this um, knows that Hulu, in their infinite wisdom, decided to release three episodes in one go, same as last time. And just like we did last time, we are going to be marathoning it. Uh, all tonight mm-hmm. watching an episode then coming and doing a podcast then watching another and then doing another podcast and then watching another and doing the final podcast and it is gonna be basically gonna be a massive night uh, of booze um and watching depressing horrific scenes if we have anything yeah. to close by in this first episode so I want to say Gareth i'm gonna throw it to you first because you're the furthest away and I miss you. It's a nice, nice sentiment, Aww. isn't it?
3: Lens gone so soft in the offseason.
0: Yeah what what were your thoughts? What's happening today? I don't. What were your thoughts, my friend, on on this very first episode of
2: season season uh, two and Annie Wilkes's journey into Castle Rock? I don't think we should talk about Castle Rock. I think we should talk more about how you miss me. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Save that for next week.
2: All right. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The first 25 minutes of this episode, I was uh, I was I was worried, Ooh. and. I was not enjoying myself and I thought I cannot be fucked with this. Ooh, um ouch. The actual opening itself felt like I was about to like we were watching a really shit Stephen King movie and we've all seen a few really shit Stephen <laughs> King movies. Some more than others, guy. Um yep. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's the thing as well. I'd I've I'd made a conscious decision to stop watching really shit yeah. Stephen King movies because um, you know I do this thing called the worst of Netflix with our other Ooh. blueberry Constant uh, John shameless plugging wait till the advert, yeah, just, yeah uh, get it,
3: get it, we plug in the
0: you know, adverts know. Gareth
2: Jesus I watch enough shit stuff without having to watch these shit Stephen King movies and I thought oh, how have I been roped into this but got better and better as it as the episode continued to the point that the last 10 minutes or so the last 15 minutes was absolutely excellent television and it had me excited for the next episode yes now if you were to fictitiously rate
0: this episode with some form of fruit
1: a, a blueberry
0: perhaps a blueberry
2: yes good emma um, what what would you give it? So the blueberry system is thus um, zero to five blueberries. Uh, five is for absolutely outstanding. What what's a what's a good example of a of a Joker. five blueberry movie? Joker or, recently. Or, yep, Joker, recently Joker, Joker excellent. And yeah, we do work all the way down to zero blueberries. Absolutely, we don't do things by halves. No halves allowed Yeah, at fan critical. And- As I say, it got better and better and better, and. To the point that I'm giving this four blueberries out of five. Ooh, um, good score, good one yeah. off the bat. Yeah, throwing it to um, the ladies, as I call them.
0: They like to be referred to by their individual names, Emma and Lucy. I'm going to start with Emma. Oh. you both watched it together today. We did, we did. Um, let's let's get your thoughts, fresh, hot take on uh, hot episode one
1: off the press. I sort of agree with Gareth in a way that the beginning was a bit slower than I would have...
0: I really enjoyed the beginning. So I I'm, haven't finished I'm, yet. I know, but I just want to say right now, I really enjoyed the beginning. Continue. Wait your turn. Well, sorry, sorry, sorry. I Still your to turn. continue
1: and say that I agree with Gareth that the beginning was a bit slower, but mm. I liked it. Oh, very See, good. Never See, never let me finish, This is
0: why you should not interrupt people. <laughs> learn, shut up, Len.
1: <laughs> um, no, I, I did. I liked the fact that it was slow and it eased us back into it. Um, and, and it teased quite a few things, uh, but it didn't really kind of Hit any hard punches. I was not expecting the ending of this episode to be uh, as dramatic and surprising yeah, as it was. They went for it. Uh, and I really enjoyed the sort of character setting and the scene setting. Um, I thought that was done really well. It felt very comfortable very quickly being back in Castle Rock. Yeah. Um, I am a little bit torn in terms of my Blueberry score though. Oh, God. Uh, so I think. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, okay. Which is good. And I was torn, torn, but we don't do halves, so it's no, not going to round up. No, that's correct. Um, I, I think that possibly we've moved quite quickly. And I don't mm. know where that leaves us for the rest of the season, um, but it feels... Uh, it feels positive, and I'm really enjoying eking out some some very odd Stephen King and other Easter eggs uh, from this episode that we will talk about later in King Corner. King
0: Corner, baby. Okay, loose, hit me.
1: Um, yes, I did watch it with Emma. She
3: loves watching with me because I'm just always like, "What was he in? What's his name?" Yeah, you do, <laughs> on you on you on do comment
0: a lot when we watch things.
3: Yeah, Good or point. I just say, oh, "Why is Why is he doing that?" Like, just wait, and you'll see. So, apologies to Emma for that. Um. I did enjoy the first episode. Um, I found, I understand what you mean, Gaz, with the opening, but my prep for this was not to do any reading about Castle Rock, but Good. I did rewatch Misery. So I had that fresh in my mind. Ooh,
0: did you listen to our podcast on Misery? Um, I
3: haven't yet. Actually, no, I did at the time.
0: Right.
2: Self-promotion. Yeah, so <laughs> how, how are you let go
3: back. Um, so I had that in my mind. So when it started and it was clear it was in the modern day, it kind of threw me off a bit. But as soon as I got used to that, the fact that this is just telling the story of Annie Wilkes, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Misery, mm. I got on board. There were a lot of aspects of it that I really liked, um, which we'll come on to. And I thought it was quite different to the opening of uh, the original series. And I feel like it's going in at the moment, seems like more of a drama, thriller type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not so much of the supernatural, though.
0: Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. bit of
3: Bruce Springsteen in there as well. There. Love that. Nice spot. I'm going to give this a four.
0: Ooh, and I'm going to round this off, guys. Four all round. It's a four. Woo! It's a four from everybody.
3: All oh, the fours, 44.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, it's actually a grand total of fort. 16. 16 blueberries on show for this one. Um, you know what, Gareth? It's been a good bloody week, isn't it, so far? We, um, we covered the first ever episode of The Watchmen, HBO's Watchmen, which was excellent. Um, and do check out our Watchman pod once again self-promotion it will be in the advert <laughs> but more on that later uh, this was an excellent start to the second season of Castle Rock um, we loved covering Misery it was it's an amazing film it's also hilarious just yes. to see the acting and some of the stuff that goes on in that film is brilliant um, and I was so excited with Emma, like we were talking about this in our preview podcast with the trailers and yeah. looking forward to seeing Annie Wilkes' story and, you know, how we already liked Lizzie Kaplan in that role, just from the trailers mm-hmm. and her delivery and everything. And she really did not disappoint she in this. She really sounds in, like her yeah. and inhabits her yeah.
3: mannerisms. Well, um, Kathy Bates' Kathy Bates's Bates's
0: interpretation, yeah. And she really stole the show uh this this was totally the annie Wilkes show at this point um there's so many easter eggs on show as well which we'll come on to as emma said in king corner yeah and we had our little boy tim bloody robbins in there pop meryl um and the last 10 minutes like you said it's an absolute roller coaster i didn't see i did worry sort of around the midway mark of the episode that it was meandering a little bit like you know like Annie Wilkes was and like uh, Joy was in in Castle Rock, just meandering through. We were kind of under a bit of house arrest there. But the last 10 minutes was brilliant and brutal and has got me really excited because a lot of the things that we speculated about at the start of the season or before it even begun is the fact there's two warring clans in... um, in the Somalians and and the Merrills and to you know re, you know spoiler warning remove one of the Merrills, you know so early on such a big player such a big player in the king universe as well was a massive shock so Yeah huge I'm going to give it a 4 I think I would you know I would give it a 5 but I think an episode like last season, like The Queen, episode seven, where we explored um, the dementia, mm-hmm. uh, was just, you know, that's the bar for me. Um, so yeah. if we get something like that, of course, I'll give out fives. But I hope this season we can get to that level again. So bloody loved it. Great start to the season. And it's great to be back. Yay. Now, before we jump into the plot, uh, I'd like to discuss a little thing uh, just quickly about the time period in which we're yes. living. Because we speculated in the... um
1: we talked a lot about w-
0: We did. Me and Emma came to the conclusion that it was going to be set in modern day because we saw in the trailers her using the internet and this sort of stuff. Mm. I was absolutely shocked that this is taking place literally now.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but after the events of season one, and we'll come on to it in the plot, how does it even reference season one in this show, yep. which I thought was amazing. Lucy, what did you think about the the fact that Annie Wilkes' story has been brought to 2019 And it looks like, I mean, we don't know much about if the Sheldon story even happened yet, but we're getting elements of it potentially. What what do you think about this 2019 turn?
3: Yeah, I mean, as I said, uh, when I was giving my blueberries, I was quite, it threw me off a little bit because of what I was expecting from the show. Because having just watched Misery, like I said, I thought, I didn't really look into the the season that much before it started. I thought that it might be based on her past, as in potentially killing babies in hospital. Yeah. I didn't realise it would be based around Salem's Lot as well. Um, So it took me a little while. Having a daughter, I was kind of like, what? It it did throw me. But I think now that you just have to adjust to it. And also the film of Misery, I'm not sure if it's the same in the book. Emma, but it is fairly timeless it's not set yeah. in yeah. a certain Which era is, yeah, it's what we so said, it doesn't yeah. really matter
0: yeah we did say that it, it is a story that you could move to any sort of time point because it's so isolated in that little house you know it's not
1: bound by the the constraints of yeah. social development at all well, it's i'm still d- books i'm so. just
0: excited for it to be set after the events of season one because yeah, i think that opens that's a up big thing that's a massive thing i think it opens up possibility of some character crossover here mm. um potentially in the season or little you know cameos and i think it also gives us the option to have this idea that me and emma were discussing pre-season which was have this idea of the seasons you know all referencing each other and then at the end if the show ever ends have this final season which culminates in some of the threads yeah. all tying up together which would be really lovely
1: very american horror story type
0: yeah thing, exactly
1: isn't it? Mm. I, I think what was interesting for me and lucy you picked up on that is that um, they clearly aren't going down the baby killing route they've no. they've changed her backstory mm. to something I think.
0: More sympathetic, I think.
1: Yeah, more sympathetic, and as dark, but very, very different. And um, I think that's really interesting. And mm. I, I'm, I'm really keen to see where that goes. Obviously, they're tying us into to the Paul Sheldon story because we hear the typewriter in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But how that, how that plays in, I don't know. I mean, Gaz, what do you think?
2: You can't help but think as you're watching, like, all right, is this, is this like an origin story before Misery, or is this, is this, is this post, or is it actually? Sort of an alternative, an alternate timeline, maybe, and Castle Rock has has done that, like a parallel universe. A skidmar. Yeah. So, um, it could be that yeah, it's somewhere else. It's in another. It's in another universe that Annie Wilkes is, um, is is the Annie Wilkes of misery, and this is this is an alternate version.
0: Yep. Very true, Gareth. I like that theory. Good idea, Gareth. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> the, the alternate the alternate uh, or parallel universe theory is very good. Um, it's something that you said Stephen King loves to do, especially in his Dark Tower series. So um, let's, uh, let's, let's keep our eyes peeled for that one and see how it develops in the coming weeks. Before we jump into the plot, let's have a quick little advert. Hello there. Yes, it's an extremely, extremely busy time for us here. At the fan critical podcast network we have launched a brand new podcast covering hbo's watchman the premiere episode was on sunday night us time monday uk time if you are watching that show i implore you to check out our podcast it's uh, a good laugh we delve into the lore of the watchman the graphic novel and the show which is set 30 years after the inception of the graphic novel so please do check that out it's called The Watchmen Watchers I'll put a link in the show notes too so you can click on that Uh, and check it out if you're watching the show and and join that show with us as well if you enjoy our coverage of Castle Rock it's very similar we have a bit of fun with it but we also analyse it in great detail uh, I'd like to say if you are listening to this channel for the first time, please do subscribe and review. That would be much, muchly appreciated. And we do have a Patreon account if you want to sponsor us further. You can go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical. On there, there are several tiers where if you donate certain money to us per month, you get different access to rewards. The main reward we have is our caster episodes. For $5, you get those caster episodes that we produce where we recast uh, famous films with different actors and actresses uh, usually with hilarious results there's even a tier to commission a podcast and there is also a tier to be a guest on a podcast of your choosing uh, so please do check that out that is patreon.com forward slash fan but anyway any support you can give us whether it's a subscription a review or just to tell us what you think we would be very grateful right Enough adverts, let's jump into the plot of the very first episode of Castle Rock Season 2, titled Let the River Run. Okay, let's jump into the plot then, guys. We start in the woods, similar to how we started Season 1, remember? Mm. And we see a young woman, who we believe at this point to be Annie, trudging to the edge of a lake covered in blood. She's holding a box which reads, The Ravening Angel. Do
1: you know what? Ravening or ravening means? I ravening or hungry ravening. Hungry or crazy, which are the same thing in my mind. I'd go hungry. Ravening is an adjective of a ferocious wild animal extremely hungry and hunting for prey. Yeah, I said that. Hungry. Nice work.
0: Yeah, hungry. Um, so this yeah. was
1: this was creepy.
0: I like the start because what I yeah. love about it is it was intercut with these sections of, of, of nothing that you hid the typewriter. Mm-hmm. So the typewriter was dictating the editing here, which I love because automatically, if you know anything about Annie Wilkes, you're automatically tied into that, that narrative of her and Paul Sheldon. And it sort of links it together. And obviously she's a very young character here. Gareth, what
2: did you think about seeing this young version of Annie Wilkes? Did you think it was Annie Wilkes? Uh, I did think it was Annie Wilkes, but because I I know that this series is about Annie Wilkes, I found the, um, the little cut to black thing really annoying actually that, oh, was, that was one of the things I was like this and don't think about this right think about one of these like budget Stephen King movies from the early 90s Like that's the sort of technique that they would use like that it just it felt cheap to me I didn't like it All right. and that's the end of that chapter <laughs> <laughs> um, so got better I, after that I mean I quite
0: like the opening um, I thought it was nice to be back in the woods again Tied into season one. Yeah. It was, I know it's not the same woods. It's just the setting. I get that.
1: But it felt very similar, didn't it? Mm. It
0: felt like it belonged in, I felt like it was back in Castle Rock. I felt like it was the same show. And, you know, the show is shot beautifully. And I was getting that in this opening scene.
1: I almost felt like she was going to run through the schisma or something. It did feel
0: like she was in the schisma area. Mm, Um, Didn't it? I 100% was thinking that. Obviously it's not, but I was thinking it. Uh, we then have a montage of an older Annie getting ready for work as a nurse and stealing medication uh, and she and her daughter drive across the country changing license plates, stealing meds from other hospitals Um, thoughts on this little montage and I wanted to bring in a little song here Mm. do you guys know this song? (laughs)
3: Yeah, it's yeah. fucking
2: good, isn't it? I loved it. <laughs> I've it's like, my least it. favourite song. What is wrong with you people? How do you like all these things that annoyed me at the time? <laughs> Are you channeling John?
0: I know John can't be here today, but I feel like Gareth's really channeling him. I really like the song. Yeah. I loved oh, it. I mean, nah. 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 And nah. that's the end just of that chapter. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I thought I actually quite liked this little montage, I thought it was fun. And I think that because if you if if you know anything about Annie Wilkes, you're immediately going, "This is sick and twisted," because there shouldn't be such a gloriously hilarious little montage of her running around like capering about, um, because you know where it all goes. Not, I liked it. I liked the juxtaposition of that, and it's almost like a contrast between what you know and the the and the kind of the darkness underneath her and this very cheery, we're going to the laughing place, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was a good introduction to her as a character in a couple of minutes, I think. So if you don't know Annie Wilkes, you're getting this sort of just quick snippet. It's very explanatory what's going on. They're on the run. She's still in drugs. Yep. Um, she's got a daughter. Automatically, you've learned three or four things in the mm-hmm. first couple of minutes. And before you know it, uh, car crash. She, you know, winds up, you know, on the this, this wreckage of a car. And there's a sign there that says Castle Rock. And you're like, okay, here we go, you know? Yeah, I mean, she just in.
1: passed a sign that says Shawshank Prison, 18 miles. Exactly. And she gives it a weird look and then all of a sudden, we're there, we're Castle Rock, that's it.
0: And I loved it. Yeah. I have to say, I loved it. I know you didn't, Gareth, but I, I really enjoyed this little montage. I like the car crash bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Finally, it's over. They're dead.
0: Is Gareth saying that the show at this point was a car crash? Mm, interesting <laughs> analogy. No, I, th- I thought it was really well done. Lucy, did you like the little montage?
1: Yeah,
3: I always love a montage. Um, good song. Very good song. And, yeah, kind of, there was a bit of mystery. You just think, is that her daughter? Just because I was still stuck on the misery yeah. Annie Wilkes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think...
0: Well, it still might not be her daughter, physically. Well, you know, well, you know, well yeah. I, I'm, well, cre- I'm, well. Very, I'm pretty certain that is going to be the case.
3: Yeah, same. But at, the, at that time you're not sure and yeah nice bit of spookiness with the horrible like come and join us for our food or whatever
1: those horrible signs come and join the us corpses. for our anniversary uh, with 400 years of Castle Rock fuck that I, yeah,
0: shit I, I, was get, I was getting vibes of like Blair Witch when I saw those little yes. Um, yes. those little witch Twigs, dolls they they are freaking me out mm. Um, and it was one of the little witch things that she sort of skid on and crashed on, so it's like... Mm, Deliberate? It, it's Castle like Rock, creepy... the entity pulling her in and Ugh. wanting her to stay.
1: It's like those creepy little bollards they've got in like China or somewhere in what? Asia that are like little children to stop you driving fast.
0: What? What never are you talking them? about? You must know bollards. about this. What
2: are you talking about? I've never drivel. seen children bollards. That's. <laughs> Absolute drivel again. Oh,
0: no, right. I'm going to find it for you on Google, Stick later. Stick to King Corner. Okay.
2: <laughs> so uh, after this terrible wreckage, we get introduced to a smeral. But thought you said we, we were introduced to a smeral. I was like, what is that? A I don't smerrel. remember seeing any smerals. A smeral. A smeral. <laughs> It's one of those bollards that's shaped
0: as the children. It's actually called a <laughs> Merrill. So, oh, um, so we know Ace is a a very dickish character in the King Law. We've seen him in films such as Stand By Me, played by Kiefer Sutherland.
1: Yep. Love
0: that. Um and he's in other King stories as well, as is the Merrill family as a whole. Yep. So to have this season centre on him is very interesting. So we knew wow. automatically, if you know anything about the King Law, we know that he is going to be a dickhead, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um you and know, he did
1: it very well.
0: He did do it. He started off all right because he was being nice to the dog. And I was like, oh, that's nice. He's being nice to the dog. And then he was just while well, he's dick. listening to racist
2: doctrine, which... Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bloody racist doctrine. But at least he's he's taking his dickheadness and he's profiting from it. So he's yeah. now a businessman and his business is being a dick yeah. to yeah. Somalians. He did, he did yeah, just good. get that given to him by Pop. So he's not... Yeah, it's true. But, hey, he, you, you know, I think it was um, Gordy that calls him a cheap dime store hood
0: in... Stand by me. And,
3: you know, he's working. Is he paying tax? I don't know. I'll leave that to the Guaranteed IRS.
0: Guaranteed he's not paying tax. Yeah.
3: Cash in yeah. hand, He's maybe. a cash in
0: hand kind of guy.
3: He's using his
1: powers of evil to work.
0: Yeah, well, very true. And he leaves the Emporium Glorium.
1: Yay! Yeah, so... Needful things.
0: Needful things. Very and famous. the
1: sun dog, which is um, it's on my reading list, mate. It's just... Um, I've had a busy couple yeah. of weeks. Well,
0: right. don't worry. Plenty of time. You've got ten weeks or seven weeks until this is finished, so that's all good. Uh, So he leaves the Emporium Galorium and heads to shake down the local Somalian community and their construction operation. Uh, And here we get introduced to Abdi. He's the leader of the Somalian construction programme.
2: They're cool.
0: Gareth, what were your thoughts when, and this is quite interesting because you haven't been involved in in our sort of preview podcasts about this season, what were your thoughts when you saw the Somalian community within Castle Rock and Jerusalem's lot? Um,
2: yeah, well, I don't know. That was uh, an interesting element because we've only ever seen this part of the of the world represented as like small town America, which yeah. is pretty whitewashed generally, and obviously, mm-hmm. um, season one, it, the 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 big thing is everybody's white. Apart from um Henry Deva totally forgotten Yeah Henry Deva, yeah, thank you. Oh, um Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see them grappling with yeah. with mm. with multiculturalism and well,
0: it's it's something that me and Emma have talked about, and Emma I'll throw this to you all about the the, the idea of this other in mm. uh, in Stephen King communities, you know?
1: It, yeah, othering is, is a big thing, and whether that's a supernatural thing or, or whether it's it's a racial thing, or it's uh, you know, and that that racial thing could be vampires and werewolves or yeah. Somalians and Americans, yeah. um, or you could react to this um, exactly as Lucy did. We watched it earlier and just shout, "Captain Phillips!" Yeah, because he's
0: a fantastic actor, and yeah. I'll always remember his again. performance in in Captain Amazing. Phillips because he is brilliant and it's great. once again a great cast. For the show this mm. year you know mm. we, we can't fault the casting department they seem to be on a roll so
1: well, i think it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out you know given that we know and, and you can see this from the credits as well as well that this is based on a, a kind of mish mash-up, yep. shall we say, of uh, Salem's Lot and Misery, yep. um, plus some other bits and pieces, yep. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they play it, especially with the, with the twist that, um, obviously, we we discover later on about family.
0: Mm. Mm, very much so. I
1: think it, this is
3: one of the most interesting parts of the show for me, and it felt very different to other Stephen King adaptations or work, just to have something that's quite, wouldn't say it's a modern phenomenon, not in America, because, you know, founded by immigrants, mm. really. Yeah. Um yeah. But it's just interesting to see like the antagonism coming from something that, yeah, multiculturalism, and I'm sure a lot of you know, the heartland of America wouldn't take kindly to it. Yeah, we're Londoners, you know, we're used to having multicultural society. Yeah, having food from different cultures whenever you want.
0: Yeah, it's but lovely to it be was, honest with you. Yeah, you I, mean, I, I, like, I love like, it. Really I'm uh, not gonna. I'm uh, not gonna. Uh, there's so much good it. food here. It's mad. Yeah.
3: So I, I just thought that was a really interesting. Um, Plot aspect of it. So I enjoyed that. Nah, de-
0: definitely an interesting decision this season to go with that. And same as keeping it in 2019, keeping it contemporary, bringing up these issues as well, which, you know, I think I think it's going to be an interesting season and something that didn't feel very Stephen King. You're right. It, mm. it didn't feel... To me, very Stephen King. So it's like the the showrunners are putting their own little touch onto the the original source material, which Mm -hmm. I really liked. Mm. Uh, We see that Annie and Joy are unharmed, but waylaid in Castle Rock until their car gets fixed. So Annie, in need of her meds, enrolls at the Jerusalem's Lot Hospital, called the Deauville Hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, And unfortunately... She needs a key code to get the meds as
2: everyone in Castle Rock is apparently a drug addict.
1: You're looking for your Oxycontin? It was a
2: little bit easy for her to get a job, wasn't it? It was like yeah. Um. Yeah, but there is right, a massive well,
1: shortage of nurses. There's something like an eight point two million like Yeah, and I think staff. they call
3: them. You just have workers coming yeah. in for a couple of days, like it's. I think it's fairly common. Okay. I mean, the fact that she has falsified documents is a bit more concerning. But
0: what what did you find so dis- concerning, Gareth? Just that it was just a little quick interview
2: and she gave a birth certificate and that was it. Yeah, like no no background check, no yeah. working with children check, no yeah that's like, true. Are oh, you a drug Where's addict? A CRB? Check. Just, Where's
0: your CRB check? Uh, no, you are well, right. Um, I also. At this point, I was like, yeah, we're clearly in, like, 2019 or whatever. But I, at the same time, I was like, this feels like a very 70s job introduction. Where there was, you know, <laughs> yeah. it felt like there wasn't any of this yeah. stuff going on.
1: Just a handshake. And also, it is Jerusalem's lot, so who yeah. knows how stringent they are they these days. They need the help.
0: But, I mean, I just saw, she was like, oh, here's my birth certificate. It's a copy. What, so there's not even a photo <laughs> of you? We don't even have a photo <laughs> of you. That's eh, mental. She
1: looks trustworthy.
0: I'm with Gareth on this one. The job was a bit too easy.
2: And then um, he's like... He's like, "What's this? What's this drawing at the top? Oh, a drawing of me. <laughs> just
1: a stick one with two bits of hair." I'm
2: probably <laughs> going to say something else there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! In fairness,
1: though, if we spent the whole episode, episode one of her just trying to desperately get a job it would be pretty fucking shit. Really? Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm glad she was just able to have a job there. I, I don't need any boring plot. I demand points. to see the bureaucracy in action. <laughs> That's why guys so upset. Demand to
1: see your working people. How much research did you do?
0: Um, don't so regret it, it. it. Yeah, well. Joy is under house arrest by Annie uh, because uh, she doesn't like the town. And and we get our first reference to season one here because she's heard about massacres and kids disappearing. Yep. So uh, I believe what I think she's referring to here and feel free to step in. Um, the massacre would probably be the, the, the season uh, one, episode 10 at the... Um, the police office the police office where all the criminals and also, were locked up. What was
3: that one I liked? Um, the Gordy Household. I want to call him Zabaletta, but that's not his name.
0: The, um, Zabaletta? <laughs> the police the officer the, the, the
3: that went and killed all the prison. Oh, 100%. So that's, there's lots of massacres. Our boy? Yeah, our boy. What was his name? It
0: doesn't matter our boy. what his name was. Zav- it? we, we...
3: Zavalevsky. It's
0: Zabalevsky, yeah, but our Zervsky. boy. We call him our boy, not Zabaleta. But yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
0: for any Manchester <laughs> City fans out there, you'll know who he is. Uh, boo. But, <laughs> boo. Boo, Boo Uh But what I will say is, Massacre, I was going with the police thing at the end of the season, but you are right, there are massacres. Uh, mm. And the kid disappearing is obviously Henry.
3: Yeah. Well, has so to be. she's if, in that um, universe then. If you, well, that's,
0: that's what I was thinking.
1: The if you black wait universe, until King yeah. Corner, that also refers to something else. Ooh. Can't wait. Won't wait.
3: That's no, actually, you you, will, really you will you will you will I'll wait because
0: you're here all night with us. We lock It's a lock-in. Trap. It's a lock-in. Um, Send help, Gareth. You're locked in as well. You can't go to school this morning. <laughs> Tell them. Call them up. Sweet. Call them up.
3: Cool, I've had enough it. of
0: it. Uh, I thought it'd also be interesting to say that um, the news on the television o- mentions the reopening of Shawshank, uh, which I thought was amazing, a massive sort of thing, because mm. uh, we talked about this in the preview podcast. What were they going to do with Shawshank this season? Uh, because it was closed at the end of season yeah, one for that for that terrible thing of keeping the kid slash the demon child I think they're uh, gonna, locked um, up. I
1: think they're going to reopen it then.
0: They are reopening, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's Good. what we're going to do with it. So do you think um, we're going to see it, it then a, I I'll think it. it's a
1: big mistake. Me too. To what? reopen Shawshank. And not for the show, I just mean in general.
3: The people are oh, right. idiots. Yes. Well, uh, they not learnt their lesson from it's this. It's a
0: cash cow. Yes,
3: yeah, <sighs> true. Good for the town. But now we got the Somalians, do we really need the prison? Yeah, we've got two Somali malls. <laughs> do we need a prison? No. Homework, well, kids.
0: if you're an Ace Meryl's gang, he'll be throwing the Somalians into the prison. Mm, so, throwing them
3: somewhere else, I think. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, we finally get to see Pot Meryl, played by our boy, Tim Robbins.
3: Yeah. Woo! Got a bit of a Boston accent going on. Yeah.
0: Did anyone... And our, our, You know, we have our friends over at Castle Rock Historical Society. Remind me of Acadia's accent.
1: Yeah. Bit gruffer, but yeah.
2: I think yeah. it was but a bit concerned. of a rubbish. I think it was a bit of a rubbish Bostonian accent.
0: You're
3: very negative today. Gareth, what
2: side no. of the bed have you woken up on? Because
3: top or, are you
2: going to say anything positive today? Listen, I've woken up on the... Side of the bed that gets me out of bed at four thirty in the morning. So <laughs> let's not be too critical of my nice <laughs> line for you then. Yeah, yeah. nice line, mate. Come on. But no, I, right. Tim Robbins, amazing. And it was this. This was actually the point where for me the episode started picking up because I was like, oh, brilliant. Tim Rob. Tim Robbins is in it. I had done no, no preparation before watching, so I had no idea that he was in it. So that was it. Was an amazing surprise. Um, and. The first thing that I thought was, blimey, his accent is, he's put, that's, he's trying very hard for that accent. And I don't think I'm alone in thinking it either.
3: You are in this podcast. I mean. we all like Tim Robbins in this is. podcast?
2: Yeah. Would I be, love Tim Robbins. Yeah. I do. It not sound but like it. do doesn't sound like it, does it? sounds like you're like hating on him. He's from, he's clearly from the West Coast. So whatever we call him. He doesn't know how to do his accent. And then I was, I was trying to remember whether Andy Dufresne, like whether he was from Boston. And then I was like, maybe he's doing like an alternate version of Andy Dufresne, but he's not. Well, anyway,
0: he seems like a good guy, does our pop. Um, even though we know he's the sort of head of this little crime empire yeah. that's going on. He seems like he's got a sort of good heart to him or he's trying to do some good stuff but that's because we find out that he's dying potentially mm. of cancer sad very sad um and you maybe
1: know maybe he'll
3: he'll get brought back to life by the green mile man oh yeah. for god's
0: sakes <laughs> <laughs> what okay. is this show sure why not <laughs> we're um, not even
1: drinking either no, no uh,
0: we found out that that he actually adopted Abdi and his sister Doctor H. No, I think there is children
1: because he's referred to as um so he refers to, to ace to Abdi as his step brother. Yeah. And when he's talking to Doctor H he's saying about how you and your brother are, are the best things I ever did with your mother or whatever. So okay. I, I think there is Interesting. I think there are children.
2: Okay. I like well I like that. To I, someone. Prefer, I prefer that Don't, to be honest with you. Yeah. Don't agree. No, um, I'm gonna disagree again. Are you disagreeing, Gareth? You, he didn't. He didn't mention. He didn't. He didn't mention a mother. He said, um, "You know, at least I know I've all, I've I've done something right." Like that's all he says. to yeah. you. I, I, what, thought he I thought he said we did something right. No, I, I think that's what I thought. I
0: I I, uh, I think I think it's an adoption thing. Um, yeah. But we got two on two here, so let's see what happens as the season well, develops. I'm
3: not sure. I just didn't ever Ooh, think adoption. She's I just...
0: moved onto the fence. No, I still <laughs> think that
3: they're his children. I didn't think they're adoption. They were adoption, but... Um, Ooh, they're not adoption. adoption. They
0: are adopted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Again, yes. It's
1: over. Past participle. Um, well, let's, let's agree to disagree and, and see if we can work out what's going on next episode.
0: Ooh, mm. lovely. Well, that's going to be in about 20 minutes. So let's give that a go. Uh, Annie does some internet research. Um, and I thought this was interesting to note that she's listening to an audio version of a Misery novel, correct? Yes. 100%. Is that what it is? That's so good. I, I was, was literally sitting books. there going, she's listening to an audiobook and I know you hate the fucking audiobooks, but I love an audiobook. Crazy. I wish we were sponsored by Audible. We're not. Um, but if day, you want to sponsor us, Audible, I, I Audible, if you're listening, do sponsor yeah. us. They'd be a good bloody sponsor. Emma they? doesn't
3: really hate you. Please sponsor us. No, no I, I love Audible. you.
0: And Emma's like second fiddle on this podcast. So don't worry about it. Listen to what I have you to did say. You Well.
1: Then. Oh, wait, you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question here. I thought that... The um, Go googling on. was Go joy. On. I thought joy was googling Annie Wilkes no, while Annie no, no, was no. listening to an Annie, Annie,
0: Annie googles herself, just you know, for the, oh, only for our benefit, that's why of I course. Was Stop trying to show the audience what's going on. Uh, joy breaks the rules, makes some friends, and sees Ace loading a gun and making petrol bombs that are later used to bomb the Abdi household. Good
1: old Molotov cocktails.
3: Mm.
0: Classic. Um, I Gar- hope she
3: gets to be friends with them.
0: What, the Molotov cocktails or...? No, they're friends, that she mentioned. <laughs> Clearly she is friends with yeah, them. Yeah,
3: but I hope it doesn't, it doesn't go wrong. I know it will, but...
0: It's going to go horribly wrong. It
3: reminds me of in The Simpsons when Lisa makes friends with all the cool kids at the beach.
0: Yeah, that is sad. And then <laughs> that's because she, like, wears all the cool clothes yeah. and pretends to be cool. Like,
3: you know, whatever. Yeah, that's like, what reminds Like, you know, me of whatever. Named, when she said she doesn't know anyone and no one knows her, that's sad. Was that's the sad thing sad. to have happened to you, Mum.
0: And Gareth... I'm going to throw this to you. When you heard the name Joy, did you think of my mother? Because obviously you grew up next door <laughs> to me. and of My mother is um, mother. called Joy, for any listeners out there. And if you're listening, hello, Mum. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes her name is an antithesis of her actual, you know, spirit.
1: <laughs> is she sometimes m- miserable? Yeah, well,
2: oh. we'll come on to that. What do you think, Gaz? I honestly, you know, I, I know that Joy won't be listening to this, um, but... I can honestly say there is nobody who is more ironically named. <laughs> like, you know when you get like really tall people called like Shorty or whatever, it's like <laughs> Joy is still <laughs> still more ironic. Um, but yes, I did I did think of your 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 dear mother, um, and it made me miss her terribly. Oh, sweet right. isn't it? That'll,
0: you've brought it back around. <laughs> Finally, a bit of positivity here. Right. Um, Annie still doesn't have her meds, right, guys? So basically, as this is going on, we're seeing this and um, we're hearing this typewriter noise throughout the episode and we're seeing a figure covered in blood. Mm.
3: Mm. Wearing a hat.
0: Wearing a hat. Yeah, so, shit
3: hat as well.
0: I have a couple of questions here. Obviously, we know that Paul <laughs> Sheldon is tied into the typewriter situation, mm-hmm. correct? Now, yes. um, And we know that the timeline's been rearranged here. So this could be maybe post-Sheldon. We don't know necessarily. Um, but this also could be her father, right, Em, potentially.
1: Yeah, potentially. So her first victims were Her, her father. Her father, a yeah. neighbouring family. Yeah. Um and then some random people and some hitchhiker that she shacked up with for a night. Lovely. Apparently. Um, from what I remember from Misery before she started knocking off old people and then babies. What's she doing to them? Knocking them off. Oh God. Um, and then killing him. Um,
0: <laughs> if John was here, he'd say. love that.
1: Uh, but yeah, so, so it's interesting. Um, and, and I'm interested to know whether the, the typewriter is just a nod, the typewriter noises are a nod to us or mm. and a bit of foreshadowing for the Paul Sheldon to come. Well, we
0: did see the wheelchair as well.
1: Yeah, um, so both yeah. of those things. Yeah. Or whether it has already happened, I, do, I don't or know.
3: do we think maybe it was her typing because The Ravening yeah. Angel could be the name of her debut novel. Ooh. Could be, yeah. Mm. And that was the book. Yeah, That was in the box, in blood allegedly.
0: Well, we know what was in the box. Yeah,
3: I know, but you know, she might have been storing it in there, <laughs> and that's actually the
1: typewriter because what, she wanted to be a
3: writer. What you got in your box? What
0: you got in your box? I've got my first ever novel well, and a baby. Maybe yeah.
1: the
3: baby is the ravening
1: angel because the baby's hungry. The yeah. baby is
0: the novel. Yeah, and he stole the key card from the Abdi household. As this is going on, we see Ace come up with those Molotov cocktails and, and bomb the Abdi household. Uh, which is a bit mad, to be honest with you. But, you mental. know, they've got this feud. They're setting up this feud. And you're thinking, they're definitely going to have this feud all season, aren't they? It's crazy. Yeah. Definitely. None of them are going to die in this episode. Obviously not. Mental. It's
1: crazy, it's episode one.
0: Um, but Do- Dr. H catches Annie as she's trying to get the meds, right, when she uses the key card, um, and just gives her the meds, Yeah. Which is quite nice.
2: Um, she
1: seems lovely, Dr.
2: H. I like her. I like her. She's a good egg. I all right, I I did Gaz like Doctor H as well. No, I liked her, but I did. It did annoy me that when we first meet her, she goes like, "Oh yeah, I forgot my key card at home." I'm not very good at looking after the small details. Yeah, that annoyed in life. me as well, Gaz. I <laughs> right. think I commented on it. I'm still waiting for a positive comment from Gareth.
0: got going to jump in at one point and go. Oh, I love this. Especially Everyone after he
1: got such a lovely opening as well. About yeah. How much you missed him? Stays. How nice he was. In one of those moods, isn't he moaning?
2: It's mental. Yeah. Anyway, maybe should insult me more. I, I no, I like Doctor H. She's cool, but just don't. She doesn't need to tell us about her character traits. That's shit. Well, <laughs> very good point.
3: Also, not good for a doctor. Oh, I just forget yeah, details that, like very good something point. that gives. She seems, to the <laughs> she seems on the ball. She seems
0: on the ball as well. Like for her to forget her key card, and then when she even lies to her about the key card, like, well, "Oh, where'd you find that? Oh, behind your desk." Oh right. She's like, makes sense. Ma- yeah. yeah, definitely makes sense. did um, check there. Definitely, yeah. Definitely um, didn't break
1: into your house and was there when it was set on fire. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but what I will say is that she thinks now that because she's got this regular prescription from Doctor H, that her and Joy can finally settle. You know, as she says, here for a little while and see what settling would be like, which was quite a little interesting speech. However, she's very wrong, isn't she? Because Ace uh, comes in and he uh, he's like, oh. Joy
3: goes out and is given a phone by, her, free phone by her new little friend. Free phone. Which is really nice. Yeah, lovely
0: that. Looked like a decent one as well. well not an iPhone, but Android. you
3: know. It looks, yeah, I think it's like a well, work phone.
0: I'm an iPhone man, so I'd be Samsung disappointed. Samsung 5. If someone gave me a Samsung 5, I'd, I'd just be like, nah do yeah, That's
1: my work phone. But you yeah, know, she's got. She's never had a phone. She seems to intuitively know exactly how to use it, though.
0: Yeah, she's never used a phone before.
1: Yeah, kids these days are
0: unbelievable. Mm. Uh, but Ace goes into the house as uh, you know. Uh, Annie's wearing some lovely pajamas and making some ice cream. She's just trying to have a nice night. That's good news. Night in. Great, yeah. that sounds like a good night in. Uh, but he says she knows who she is because he's been stalking her Wi-Fi as she searched for her own name, which we've all done every now and then, as we have said, but. Uh, not when you're on the FBI wanted list.
3: How can he access that?
0: What do you mean? He's a tech wizard. Have you not seen the guy?
1: Ace Merrill. Come on, you know he passes technical
3: <laughs> Ace Zuckerberg Merrill. Yeah, I, he's like, yeah, that's like my benefit of letting everyone go on the Wi-Fi. I was like, well, you can access it and crack what yeah, they're searching. Him... Some
1: kind of bot.
0: So this caught me off guard completely, which was, you know, you know, he's threatening her. Said, oh, I know who you are. So if you just tell your daughter to not say what she saw then, you know, it's going to be all right. Bam, ice cream yeah. scoop down the throat, baby.
1: What
3: the oh my f- god! Fuck?
2: Oh, my God. The minute he mentioned daughter, was it was mental. like, nah,
3: you've stepped over the line.
2: Yeah. Like, she, that clearly accessed something primal um, within her, a maternal instinct that you don't want to activate because, yeah. Jesus Christ, where has she got her combat training? I don't know. S- CQC's through the roof. That's... <laughs> That's one of the. That's one of the most brutal. <laughs> I've never seen anybody die because of an ice cream throat. No ice cream, ice cream scoop down the throat. Inventive. That it, was horrific. It is oh inventive. God. The way she was jamming it in there, I was like, Jesus, man! She was just yeah. hit, getting
0: a palm on that, yeah. slapping it down. Proper son,
1: going for it. Do you know what I thought was even worse was when she was trying to get it out, and she ended up jumping on yeah. its chest. Yeah, that was. That cracked no. me up. It was disgusting.
0: I love a bit of gore, and I love this it was excellent uh this is what really brought the episode to a, to a really good climax for me because as i said it was meandering slightly um and then this happened and i was like oh, oh hello it
1: escalated really
3: killing, off,
0: killing off ace Merrill this early on This early on.
1: So Lucy and I were watching this and about five minutes before this happened, Len turned up and I just basically ushered him in and was like, shut up because things are happening. And then he sat on the sofa watching mine and Lucy's reactions. (laughs) going, What the fuck? Yeah, it was quite funny. It was brilliant.
0: Yeah. I just think it's a big call for them to to kill him this early. I mean, uh, well, and we'll come on to the fact maybe might come back from the dead Emma, but I still still think that's too much for this show. In some
2: ways. It, even it even though we've job. had
0: parallel universes and mm. shit like that. Um I still think it's too much for the show.
2: Do you know what was weird about this this scene is that obviously she has the ice cream scoop in her hand, but she looks over and sees a massive knife on the kitchen bed. Yeah, that is yeah. true, that is true. It's instinct doesn't,
3: mothering doesn't,
2: instinct. She's just like I can do this with an ice cream scoop.
0: Less I don't messy. need to study that knife <laughs> if anything. Less so. messy, yeah. Um, but she goes to bury the body at the Somali building site now first watch before I bumped into you two watching it uh,
3: bumped into us by entering Emma's house (laughs) I
0: thought that it was a coincidence that she was doing it there but then obviously on second watch I was like okay she was actually in the Abdi household she saw Meryl's car throw the petrol bomb and drive off so Mm. she knows they've got beef so maybe she's just gone there to To really frame them essentially, yeah, works out really well. It does work out very well and it, and it is going to start this feud. My only thing is who is picking up the torch for the Merrill side because. If Ace Merrill's gone, Pop Merrill loves the you know the Ab- Abdi and Dr H. But
1: will he love Abdi if he thinks yeah. that Abdi has killed Ace?
0: True, it's a very tricky one.
1: And is she even going to get away with it? Because what happens after she starts this is a bit of a cliffhanger.
0: Exactly. Well, very much a cliffhanger because uh, oh, not a hanger. Oh, oh yeah, Cliff-faller. The <laughs> Cliff-faller. Gr- The ground collapses. Um, she falls down, as does the corpse of Ace Merrill, and thousands of bats fly out. So you know, the, the, the the bugs aren't they?
2: I thought they were like um... no, they're, they're I thought bats. they were bugs
3: originally. Guys. When they come out of the ground before, I was like bugs. But apparently not.
2: It's a bug plan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure they're not they're not those oh. those may bugs that you get those massive? Oh, don't yeah. I fucking hate may bugs! They it's... tangle
3: into your hair and burrow into your skull. They
2: were bats.
3: <laughs>
0: they were bats, Gareth, because in Salem's Lot, it's all about vampires. So it's a little. You don't
3: get vampire bugs.
0: So we know that we know that this season centres around witches in a way because we've also seen that in some of the trailers. We've seen promotional material of back in the day 400 years ago in castle rock but we also know that salem's lot centers around vampires it was lovely stuff a great ending to the episode um how is she going to get out of this one that's what i want to know how
1: can't wait
0: maybe this tunnel leads to the marston house i don't know maybe who knows Ooh. that would be very interesting if that did happen because we know that the marston house is a big part of this season uh and that is it for the episode does anyone want to add anything that they think i've missed
1: Remind me when we found out that it was a baby in the box, not a novel. Uh,
0: when we saw her pull a baby out of the box.
1: Yeah, but how we far? Discussed when did that, that yet? happen in the episode? I can't remember.
3: Towards
0: the end, sort of. Yeah. Um, you I'm know,
1: pretty mad that bit. Should have yeah, covered it probably Yeah,
0: Well, she's covered in blood. She pulls a baby out of the box. We have baby's joy, baby joy.
1: But is baby joy her baby joy or is she another baby joy that I she think stole? She's her baby joy with her dad think yeah. maybe Paul Sheldon is her dad, and Baby Joy is Paul Sheldon's.
0: It's you know, it's baby, all Joy, up in the air. Daddy. It's all up in the air. And if any of the listeners have any theories on who the baby really is, who Joy really is, uh, because we all pretty much don't believe that she's actually the biological daughter. I of- do. I'd well okay we all do I do not believe okay right fine well half of us are split here so <laughs> oh
3: I think she
0: is oh for it's just you, just <laughs> so,
3: you can email us
0: at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com that is fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com I'll put that in the show notes as well and please do let us know what you're thinking and we'll have a feedback section every single week like we did last season so do let us know your thoughts and any easter eggs that we miss talking of easter eggs let's jump into King Corner Yay. I'm innocent red, just like everybody else here The house is burning. Hi, Georgie!
1: I'm afraid I have a tendency to turn up the heat. Red rum!
0: Red rum! Creepy
2: carry! Creepy carry! You (laughs) slut
1: Right, hello, welcome back to King Corner. Finally I'm in charge again, hurrah! Um, So, not as many Easter eggs in this episode, I think, as we will probably see moving further on, apart from the obvious ones, i.e. Annie Wilkes, possible Bats or
0: Maybugs, who knows which. Definitely Um, Maybugs. uh, Just so you know, there's (laughs) been a strong debate off... Microphone about the bats and Maybugs. Oh, it's
3: not off mic, that should be included. Yeah, just keep no, it. No, that's,
0: that's it's off <laughs> yeah, mic. That's all it's all off mic. It got very heated. That's you don't want to hear that, guys. But uh, if you know if it's a Maybug <laughs> or a uh, bat, let us know. Fanquick or do a bug on Twitter.
2: Yeah, we should, Twitter do, we should do hashtag Team Gaz, which is Maybugs, and hashtag Team Len, which is bats. Can't I'll wait to in. get two. We'll replies on that but yeah let's crack on from me and Uh, and you
1: speaking of animals does anybody remember uh, the pet that Annie has in the novel Misery pig yeah, that yeah she is decorating her nurse's uniform with pigs Um, that pig in Misery is called Misery after her her favourite character yeah, yeah Poor old Misery.
0: I love pigs as well. So just love the little pig brooch. I was well into that. I
1: love the pig. Yeah, pigs are, are great. Good. Great animal. Um, speaking of names, so we've already mentioned uh, Joy being the opposite of Misery. And my mum. And the opposite <laughs> of Leonard's mum. Sorry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Leonard. very sorry. Um, does anybody uh, remember the surname of Joy and Annie that they are using instead of Wilkes? Ingalls. Yes. Ingalls. Yes. Uh, Gaz, do you know where I've that's ju- from? Well, I've
2: just said it. Um, what is in which country it's from?
1: No, well, it, it's a, it's not a Stephen King book, but it is from an. I
2: believe that the etymology is Irish. Um, <laughs> you could and, be right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ingalls. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> Ingalls is the surname of Laura Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. Oh, there you go. Very wholesome. Another, another very wholesome, wholesome book. Mm. Very, very wholesome. Too wholesome. Um, <laughs> Annie does like wholesome books. So uh in Misery she talks about the Uncle Remus tales, uh, quite a lot as being some of the ones that she likes.
3: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: As I'm sure some of you
3: They're will not
0: remember. Often.
2: Have
1: you
3: ever read Brer Rabbit and all that?
0: I like Brer Rabbit,
3: but he's always like skinning the bear and killing well, them really badly. That yeah, is true. But it's not old true. school. I, I used to read them, and they were pretty graphic. Brer so.
0: Rabbit's it, that used to scare me. A little yes, bit, me too. And Tar Baby <laughs> and all that. Tar Baby is yeah. scary. Oh God, yeah, you're right. Tar Baby is yeah. scary. Fuck, I'm getting like flashbacks. I know. Now. <laughs> I haven't thought I about don't... Brer Rabbit for a long time.
3: <laughs> I know.
0: Zip biddy doo. Oh God. Well, that's
3: that's a podcast for another time. That film. Oh, Jesus um,
0: Christ, never.
1: no but it's not wholesome i just want to say from the perspective i was just trying to go for a segue guys but (laughs) you ruined it from the perspective of someone like annie wilkes it probably is quite wholesome she thinks that's lovely compared to killing someone with a fucking ice cream scoop yeah that's true um but the laughing place that she um is constantly mentioning uh to joy is a concept taken from the author of those tales
2: the laughing place sounds terrifying We're going to the laughing place. Like, that is scary. Mm. Yeah. It's like the sunken
3: place from Get Out. Yeah. But happy. Less less happy.
2: You you can do more
0: in the the laughing place, I believe. Mm. Sunken place, you can't do nothing.
1: No, just watch. Some people
0: like it that way. Anyway.
1: Just makes me feel creeped out now. Even more so than watching it, talking about it. Um, So... We open up and we talked about the car crash um, for how we're kind of introduced to... or Annie's introduced to Castle Rock, rather, which is obviously the beginning of misery, basically. Where else do we see a car crash in an adaptation that we might have watched recently? Lucy... Car crash of a crazy woman escaping from somewhere on the run.
0: Apt pupil.
1: Gerald's girl. <laughs> oh yes. She wasn't crazy. That's why I didn't get it. It's she's not crazy. <laughs> no, she was well. escaping from she was on the run. She and it just reminded run. me a lot of that, that Sorry, car crash yeah. and flip for like Gerald's, Gerald's game. game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. And you you don't really know until the end that you don't <clears throat> you you think she has gone a bit crazy actually, to be <coughs> honest with you, until you find out that, that guy was actually real and that sort of yeah, stuff. That was really fucked up.
1: Towards the end, when we see Annie trying to dump the body, uh, she goes to two places. One of the places she goes is Castle Lake. Yeah. What does that hark back to, Gaz? Uh,
0: <clears throat>
2: Castle Lake. That mm. well, that's from last season. We we heard about Castle Lake.
1: Yeah, So we opened up with Warden Lacey,
2: and where he killed himself. Yeah. Driving into it.
1: Indeed, and uh, it was also where we lost Henry Dever.
0: Yeah, where he, yeah. Went with the frozen lake, oh, and yeah, he reappears. When frozen, yeah. Remember. Yep. Um, to Pangborn super creepy classic stuff
1: the other site where she eventually decides to bury the body which is uh, on the, the new site of the site of the new Somali mall um, I now in, in listeners correct me if I'm wrong but where I am currently in the book of Salem's Lot I'm pretty sure that there is a big patch of land um, that has been given to somebody um, and would be per- is described as being perfect to build something like a mall right. so I thought that was quite a nice little, Ooh, interesting. little easter egg yeah good and um, what is the name of Pop Merrill's junk shop?
0: Yeah, we said it—the Emporium Glorium. Yes, earlier in the episode.
1: Yeah, Needful Things, uh, the Sun Dog, which is next on my list, and Pet Cemetery—all uh, feature Emporium Glorium. Now, you guys mentioned earlier, or Len, you mentioned earlier about yeah. um, Annie talking about the um, the massacres and missing children.
0: Yeah, yeah, go on then.
1: So he talked about season one, but actually, one of the things that um, really ties this to one of the source materials, Salem's Lot, is that um, right at the beginning of the book, a kid goes missing, yeah, and that then harks back to a series of missing children and people from thirty-five, thirty-six years prior to that, right? Um, so that's a real big callback to to Salem's Salem's yeah. Lot, which is what I thought of before I even thought of Emily really? Diva Yeah, I
0: hope it's I. You know what. I hope it is season one though. I really I, do. No, hope I agree it's a with you. yeah Season one because just I don't mind it if we get those little nuggets of information like that people haven't forgotten about these things that happened. You know.
1: No, I agree, and I think it would be better if it was. I, I think it's nice that it's both. You know, for someone like yeah. me who is like I'm right in the middle of it at the moment. You can
0: read into it both ways.
1: Yeah, nice. really good. Um, and finally, uh, apart from things like obviously some fire and some fire starter imagery. Uh, Joy tells Annie that she starts feeling a bit cavern fevery if she's been cooped up in uh, that weird little lodge. Mm. Um, don't we're get a- cooped up in lodges. No, because why? What might happen? Like the Overlook yeah, Hotel, well, what might all happen all beer to you? And,
3: no, not all beer. All beer <laughs> and <laughs> no play. You're thinking of The Simpsons. <laughs> I
0: am thinking of The Simpsons, always. <laughs> all work and no, no play makes, makes Jack, Jack a dull boy. boy.
1: Good old shining. Makes Homer something something. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I hope we don't get too many... Sh- I mean, I, I think that one's a bit like tenuous, but I hope we don't get too many shining references this season we've had so many last year even jackie torrance being related yeah, to, to, well and the to, ending you know, of it was, season one it was as a well. bit lame i let's i mean i love jackie torrance the character i think she was amazing but i just think they, they went for too many shining references and they could have just dialed it back a notch we've had the shining let's explore some of these other links mm. like salem's lot like you said even season one again i like that
3: I yeah thought there was a bit of a comparison i don't know what you think um emma and Gaz and Len with. Oh, thanks uh, for including us. Just because well, you will see why. Glad to be there. Carrie, um, yeah. the relationship between mother and daughter, yeah. with the relationship with Annie and Joy, like she's so oppressive when she's just ranting at her and you're like, just, just shut up. Oh. Like, obviously, she is mentally ill. And the fact when she says, oh, no one knows me, I don't know anyone, it's that thing of the relationship between mother and daughter becoming something oppressive, is that going to affect Joy yeah. in similar I, ways? Very interesting. Probably yeah, not, I agree but with it, I did think, oh, that's quite uh, another I did, trope.
0: And I did notice, and I mean, this is another little reference for, for, for King Corner here, but like when she was having that rant at her daughter the way they shot it is an exact replica of the way they shot in Misery, which is to have a low down Mm. angle Sorry, where it looks like she is filling the frame completely and it makes someone very terrifying. And I was like watching that going, wow, she's really channeling Kathy Bates here. So there's just these little filming nods as well that Mm. we're getting with the references. And I loved seeing that. And I hope we get more of these rants as the season goes on. And I'm sure we will. So good good on them. They loved it.
1: Thoroughly enjoyable. Um, if we have missed anything, dear listeners, please do let us know by emailing at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. And yes. next time, I will try to do better.
0: We will um, have a feedback section. We will. We, we certainly just, will. Now the season's kicked off. Uh, yep email us or get in touch on our social media channels, fan underscore critical on Instagram at fan critical pod on Twitter and fan critical on Facebook. And please do subscribe and review this show. That would be very much appreciated. We love a good review. Five bluebs only, of course. Um, of course. Of course.
1: Apple do allow it.
0: They do allow it. And f- Android. And yeah, you can write five blueberries. You can do a little five star and then go, actually, I meant blueberries. That'd be very lovely. <laughs> um, but it's been, it's been really fun covering this uh, first episode. I don't want to say we want to rush off, but we do need to go watch the second episode, then be back again. So thank you for listening. Gareth, thank you for joining us at 4.30 in the morning. Sorry you weren't uh, in a good mood. You know, I hope you cheer up. I hope the children don't ruin your day. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you know, just think of all the lovely ice cream scoop murders that you've just watched. <laughs> Yay! So- Brilliant. You always know how to cheer me up, mate. I know. It's <laughs> knowing you all those years. I know what makes you tick. Really? I want to thank Lucy and Emma.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
0: and uh, thank you, listeners. We're going to go watch now. We'll be back in literally probably, what, an hour and 20? We'll be back doing another one. So uh, see you in a bit. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.